I want to open up with a bit of an unconventional opening today. And I want to take 15 seconds of silence for Kyrie Irving. What who, happened? Who might actually be the dumbest guy on the planet. What happened? I, I've seen this on Twitter. I saw two tweets, yours and someone else's, and I haven't looked into it. Uh, he reposted He reposted a video from Alex Jones. Uh, defrauded, don't think that's a word, uh, debunked conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, who's just a, like, all-time moron. Like, moron Hall of Fame. Um, who basically tried to get, well, not tried, did get rich off uh, calling Sandy Hook a conspiracy and had to pay, like, Yes. Tens of millions of dollars this year because he like made those poor people's lives miserable. What a dark subject to start on. Um, yeah, Kyrie. <laughs> Look at her. He's just a oh, poor guy. He's a guy. It was something about. It was literally a video from like 2002, and Alex Jones was talking about how there's going to be a new world order and they're going to send plagues on us and stuff. <laughs> I guess equating this to COVID somehow. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> At what point do we just call him like a dumb person? Like he's at, like a like a dumb person. Yeah, but it's like it's almost like so fake type thing that it's pretty blatantly stupid. It he I don't know. I don't, it's incomprehensible. Welcome to Panhandle's podcast. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. I'm Derek Parker sitting across from me, freshly zingered up, Jake Kerr. <laughs> Uh, so what was the question you posed to me earlier when you walked in? Well, I was just interested, you know, whenever you're going on a road trip of some sort, whenever you're in the car long enough to go to the gas station first, right? Maybe fill up on gas and pick up a drink and a snack. What do you get? Like, let's go one drink, two snacks. If that's it, what do you, what are you grabbing? Okay. I, I want to throw one thing out before I pick my snacks. I always get caffeine, but. Not only am I like 40 plus days Mountain Dew free, I'm now five days caffeine free. Wow. Which means, again, I'm just going through it. I feel like I got punched in my face. Um, so norm- rejuvenated. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, today's the first day I didn't wake up with like, I thought my head was in too. <laughs> a so, hangover. <laughs> yeah, literally. I, I feel like I've been on a binge. Um, so I'd normally always get like a Mountain Dew. I always get snacks. So my go-to snack is definitely barbecue chips. Ooh. But those make the car stinky. They do. So, they do. So normally when I'm feeling real considerate, I'll go peanut butter crackers Ooh. or Doritos also make the car stinky, but I like Doritos as well. So your two snacks are peanut butter crackers, Doritos? Uh, barbecue chips is definitely number one. So my version of barbecue chips is corn nuts because you open a bag of corn nuts and oh. man, it's ripe. Here's a story I don't think I've told on here yet. Um, or maybe I have, I don't know. Uh, one time I went on a, I wouldn't say it was a road trip, but it was definitely like a two or three hour trip. Sure. Um, and it was with my family and you heard of this nightmare called, uh, oh, what is it? The, the pepperoni things? What is it? Combos. Oh my God. Have I told this story? (laughs) The combo story? So they're all getting these, these like pizza combos. You know what I'm talking about? Those little things? Dude. They smell horrible, just yeah. disgusting. And so it's me, my cousin, and his parents. And so there were three of them. They're all just 
just gorging on these combos and burping. They get in a burping contest post combos. Wow. And I'm literally sitting in the backseat, like, fighting not to throw up. I'm, like, sitting there, like, <laughs> like at, like, eight years old, they're just, like, having the time of their lives, awesome. like, ingesting combos and burping. And I'm sitting back there, like, fighting for my life. Wow. Um, That's intense. Dramatic. Yeah. That's kind of what Corn Nuts reminded me of. Because if that <laughs> happened with Corn Nuts, too, yeah. I'd, I'd be done. So, I'd go... I'm a water guy. I just you Ugh. recently got me hooked on energy drinks. <laughs> uh, My fault. Let's. So if I'm not going water, um, lemon lime Gatorade. Ooh. Then I'm gonna go one salty, one sweet here. The sweet is Mike and Ike's. I'm a big Mike and Ike guy. Mm. Um, Only down. I love Mike and Ike's. Uh, Only downfall is they get stuck in your teeth so bad. Yeah. So just get in there. I, I really like Mike and Ike's. So that's that's the first snack. In the salty realm, man, I some pretzels I like, mm. but I gotta go with Cheez-Its. Oh, Cheez-Its are kind of my thing. When I'm really feeling unfrugal, I go with those little uh, beef jerky bites. Oh, not, not like a bag of beef jerky, <laughs> yeah. like the knockoff ones yeah. that are like disgusting. Yeah, kind of just taste like, like fat blobs. It's like dog food, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like snacks. They're good though. Still, At, still, you like a. Uh, Here's a hot take. I like pretzel goldfish more than just regular goldfish. I'm not a pretzel goldfish. I'm not a goldfish or a pretzel guy, so Dude, I can't relate pretzel to that. goldfish. Oh, yeah, that's a pretzel M and M's. Yes, that's also really good. Mm. The that that actually might be in there, but pretzel goldfish is like a staple in the Kerr family road trips. <laughs> if, it's if in the rotation when we constantly. Drive, <laughs> always, always. <laughs> yeah, when we're going to Colorado, there's at least three or four bags of those in there. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, my sweets choice would be either go for Twizzlers or a candy bar, which would normally be like a Twix, Snickers, Kit the Kat. The tough part for me with candy bars is like it's gone quick, right? Yeah. And, and, true. You, and if it's warm, like in the summer you're traveling, it's gonna melt. <laughs> Jake gets he gets like a value bag size, like I'm a dead full serious. like four dollar. Well, that's bag why I'm going of, with like Mike and Ike's, and uh, you can you know, savor it. Cheese. It's like a box of cheese. It's you can savor that. Thing. That's fair. That's fair. But this all stemmed from me having zingers. We need to get like a picture and put it up somewhere. Cause Ex- explain zingers. They're too. like a Twinkie. They're smaller Twinkies with like this ice. Stale layer. But it's like, it's not hard. It's just, it's hard to the touch. Like if you put your finger on it, it's like, it's not soft. When you pick your finger up off of the icing, there's, there's no, no icing on your finger. No but when you put it in your mouth, it just like melts. Delicious. <laughs> it's a vanilla, basically a vanilla Twinkie with this artificial vanilla icing there's three of them in a bag <laughs> dude i'm not digging like you know convenience store cakes like ding dongs twinkies you know whatever else there are zebra variety moon pies whatever they are dog these zingers i can get behind some zingers <laughs> they're good they've been in every store for five years because no one buys those things <laughs> yeah. the kerr family alone <laughs> is like putting... december 2018 is the expiration date <laughs> Uh, okay, so if you're ever on a road trip, just know Zingers and a Cherry Lime Zions. Am I saying that right? I think so. Zions energy drink. It's <clears throat> good. Here, try it. Oh, wait. Ooh. What? Are you scared? Is you think I got something? I'll, I'll try a sip. What's that, like 0.025 caffeine <laughs> per sip? I like it. It was better when it was cold. It smells really not good. It was good when it was cold. I like it. Ooh. I'm feeling real energized and focused right now. Wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like it. All right. You want to get into basketball? Let's do it. 
Um, so today we're going to go through our 22-23 award predictions. Mm. And then we're going to do what we should have did last week. It's kind of a two-parter with sure. last week. Sure. And we're going to do our conference finals teams and our eventual finals teams and champion. Let's do it. You want to get into it? Yep. Uh, so for our picks, we are going to... Oh, we just got a Twitter question that is what I thought about doing today. So, what is it? Uh, all first team selections, which I didn't have on the docket, but oh. we can do it. We can try it. Um, are we doing that now? Are we getting no, to no, that no, later? No, that's that's the question segment. Um, I say we work our way up with these things. Okay. Let's not start MVP. Let's start like coach of the year. Okay. You know, work our keep way them, up to Really MVP. keep them waiting on our picks. Yeah, keep them intrigued. You can't fast forward in this podcast. Okay. Coach of the year. So we are going to pick one realistic one that we have that we really think has a good chance to uh-huh. do it. And then we're going to pick one dark horse, which could be more of a fun pick. Uh, maybe not so big chance of of winning. So you want to start with your coach of the year? Your yeah. realistic option. Let's do it. Um, before each one, you mind if I just rattle off the top three favorites for this? Totally. So people know. Totally. Okay, coach of the year. The top three favorites are Ime Udoka in Boston, Chris Finch in Minnesota, and Taylor Jenkins in Memphis, who should have won it last year. Agree. My pick goes to Tyron Lue. Mm. I have him winning it um, with the Clippers. Now, they're going to be a different team from last year. They have Their two best players, presumably, will be back. Um, they added a guy like John Wall. They have some bench pieces that are pretty solid. So, like, they've improved as a roster, as a, as a team. Um, but I have them finishing second in the West. And I think, you know, similar to, like, how Monty Williams won it a couple of years ago. They get some new pieces. They do really well. Take a team from outside of the playoffs to you know a top two team in the West. I see the same thing out with Tyron Lue. Gotcha. And I think um, he's got respect across the league. Oh, a hundred percent. With Monty Williams, that played into. Has Has Ty Lue ever won it? I'm not sure. Did he win in the Cleveland days? I don't know if he ever did or not. I don't know. Um, no, I I agree with your sentiment. Um, if you listened last week, I don't think the Clippers sure. are going to have such a great season. Sure. Not that Ty Lue isn't a great coach. I just think they're a bit inconsistent to yeah. to really run through the West. Uh, and also, if you listened last week, you know I'm a huge T-Wolves guy this yeah. year. So, Chris Finch, I'm so surprised he was, because I looked it up too, had no idea he was second mm-hmm. um, in the odds. But it makes sense. I mean, they're going to go from a uh, low 40-win team to a potential... Play-in team to, could be the one seed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's a huge jump. And now, I'm, this isn't necessarily me saying I think Chris, Fr- Chris Finch is an amazing coach or anything, but... I think the T-Wolves are going to be really good this year. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think that jump is is going to be big. It's always big for those teams. Like Similar to Taylor Jenkins, like they went from terrible to yeah. really, really good to two seed. Yeah. So, yeah. yep, I, I got Chris Finch as my, my okay. pick. Who's your who's your dark horse? Let me check. I give him I mine forgot. first if you'd like. Yeah, you got it. Go. I got Dwayne Casey in Detroit. It's okay if you got the same. <laughs> I do. No, yep. and, and, I, and probably for the same reasons. And I think dark horse has to do with kind of like a – you know, fantasized storyline that yep. we're presenting. And so it's like the Pistons got a pretty decent roster. Mm-hmm. Better than that. Like they kind of rise at the top, in my opinion, in that kind of trash group at the back half of the NBA. Totally agree. Um, and I think best case scenarios that look similar to last year, the Pelicans without Zion. Like a guy like Cade blossoms the way that Brandon Ingram blossomed. Role players step up, and they have a plethora of really good role players. I mean, start with Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart. Those are two guys that like really contribute on the court. Um, I could see them 
best case scenario, getting a oh gosh, seven, eight seed is pretty high. Um, but if they crept into that, I'd be, I mean, I'd be surprised, but that'd be a massive turnaround. And Dwayne Casey's won it before. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a dang good coach. He's got his guys back this year. Um, that's a fun storyline that I could, you know, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, I think you nailed it. Uh, not to go unsaid, Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey's a hell of a coach. Like yeah. he's a great freaking coach. Like you said, won it before. Remember what happened last time he won it? Uh, got fired. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> insane. He's a really good coach. Like you said, I think they're definitely a little further than than these other bad teams we've yeah. seen lately. So yeah, I like it. Cool. All right, let's go to defensive player of the year. Um, I'm gonna be super lame. I think it's gonna be Rudy. I okay. think the voter fatigue is officially ended. Uh, like I said, I think the Timberwolves are just going to be kind of a subject of a lot of hype this mm-hmm. year. Um, they're going to be one seed. They're going to be winning a lot of games. They have a lot of good players. They've got a lot of fancy names across the board. So and he'll I be able think- to showcase that a little bit more there um, with some better perimeter defenders mm-hmm. than he was in Utah. Utah, he was so good, but then it was like it was easy to find ways to critique him um, just because he's getting they attack the paint the entire time because the perimeter defense and you draw was trash. Minnesota's a lot better defensively. That and he was for some reason always looked at this player like he was relied on more for offense than he should have been. Like sure. he was not I'm trying to think of how to word it. He he was relied on it when he never should have he been. He was an like, integral part of that offense just by ball screens, by getting low post touches. Um that he won't I assume have that responsibility in Minnesota. Exactly. He won't have to focus on any of that whatsoever. They say, hey, be the defensive anchor. Cat can do anything as a center sure. from anywhere on the court. Uh-huh. Obviously, like you talked about, there's other guys on the perimeter that can play. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to be able to just go to work defensively. So I think it's going to be him. So the top three in odds are Rudy Gobert at one, who Derek just picked, Bam Adebayo at two, and then Robert Williams at three. I got Bam. I picked him last year, too. I, go, not to trash your pick. Gobert is an easy pick. Like hundred percent, he's he a three-time winner. It. Like it's like, kind of like the whole Jokic thing, right? Yep. He's gonna put up probably the most impressive stats in the NBA. Um, now there, and there's a chance he doesn't win it this year because, like you said, voter fatigue. But I I go Bam out of bio. I think he's a bit more versatile. Um, I think he's gonna. I, I see a world he, where he's the best player on the Heat this year. Mm. Um, and I think Jimmy's been that in the past. Uh, his his stats last year, especially towards the back half of the season, are similar to Gobert's in rim protection, um, paint touches from the opposing team, things of that nature. He switches really well, um, blocks shots. He's really good in passing lanes. I, I just see Bam as that guy who takes the next step into like elite, elite, elite defender. I like it. Yeah. I disagree, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. And then Dark Horse, who you got? Uh, Dark Horse, this might be my hottest take of the day. <laughs> I have Mitchell Robinson. Oh, uh, no, that's if he's healthy. Like, yeah, if he's healthy, I think not necessarily that like anything they added is really going to help. You talked about like mm-hmm. the Timberwolves have perimeter defense. The, yeah. the Knicks still don't really have that. Sure. But Mitchell Robinson can play. He's one of the best drop center, drop oh, coverage centers yeah. in the league. Yeah. So. I just kind of see him maybe getting a little more consistent this year, maybe getting his name up there a little higher, similar to what Robert Williams did this year. Like They're similar. 
Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And I think maybe he just gets a little more of that recognition this year. Now, do I really think he's gonna like win it? No, but I, I think he'll be higher up there this year at least. That's a good one. I went with Herb Jones. Um, dark horse. I immediately thought maybe let's try to pick a guard. Uh, if he has the same role as what he did last year, which I, th- I think he will, he's a really good defender. I don't know exactly what the numbers say. It's easier to kind of gauge um, uh, center's defensive presence with block shots and deflections and things of that nature. Um, but I, I like Herb Jones. I, I, I think that he rides that you know momentum that he had towards the end of the season. Um, has a really good year. Now, I don't think he wins it necessarily, um, but I think if there's a guy that kind of people like – Plays for a good team. Um, I think Herb Jones is that kind of guy. He got his name out there way more than I thought he would as a rookie. Yeah. Like he's a guy that he was like, like draft nerds were big on him, but like I, he was never a guy that I thought would be like a household name across the league as yeah. far as like getting like first team selections and uh-huh. stuff like that. He totally got his name out there. So sure. it's not out of the question that in the future or he, or yeah. even next year that like he that, could be top three. But Defensive Player of the Year, I think out of all the awards – if you take those three guys that are constantly in it every year, it's so hard to crack that. Yeah, it's so difficult. I mean, you got to be better than a Gobert, Bam, Robert Williams, um, Marcus Smart, Drew Holiday type player. It's so hard to crack that. It's really tough because Rudy Gobert is going to go block two, yep. two block, two shots every single game, bar none, and, and like whatever complex statistic he's always going to lead yeah that. he's going to be yeah. number one across every uh-huh. block metric uh-huh. so like it's hard for a guy like herb jones or any guard like you talked about to break into that when they don't have five blocks a game yeah. and they're, they're doing like 1.1 of each uh-huh. so it, it's tough yeah. i wish it wasn't like that if you had to throw a guard in there who would you pick uh i'd pick smart again yeah yeah i like it i like it okay um let's get to six man how about that you go first. The sixth man odds. I, bet, start I just with, want to throw out. I bet we have the same one. Start with Jordan Poole, then oh. Tyler Hero, then Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. I easily pick Jordan Poole gotcha. for this. His role is going to be the exact same as last year, maybe a little bit more. He's going to go and be able to do whatever he wants. Similar to Jordan Clarkson in the past, he's going to score a lot of points off the bench. Um, yeah, and, and I think he takes that step, and he, he's probably statistically going to average more points than Wiggins. And Clay Thompson. If you're the second leading scorer in the Warriors, you're probably going to be a top three team in the West. And you're coming off the bench. I think you got a pretty good chance. Yeah. He makes a lot of sense in that role. He really yeah. does. <laughs> Who is yours? Uh, I have Malcolm Brogdon. And so I like that too. But Jordan Poole's numbers, I think, are just going to be oh, they're completely gonna be, elevated. He's in the biggest market in basketball. He's yeah. going to be inflated. Go for it. Uh, I think Malcolm Brogdon, in the pure six-man sense, will probably help the Celtics more in terms of like just being versatile. Um, but I, I totally get Jordan Poole. I, I just can't not see him overtaking the starting shooting guard role. Like, why, I get yeah. why he won't, but like it's just crazy to me he's not going to be starting. It's like Tyler Hero. Yeah. So with Brogdon, there's a chance he doesn't start. There, He doesn't come off the bench, though. Yeah, there is. My rationale behind that is I cannot see them messing that much with what they had last year. It, it wasn't enough to win the finals but it was enough to get them way, way up there and play really good basketball. So I think having Jason Tatum as your primary playmaker and not messing with that and having Jalen Brown as your two is going to be what they do through the starting five for most of the year. But in situations where they need another playmaker, a secondary one, and they can use Brogdon in mm-hmm. like the, the crunch time, I think that's probably what they do. This is crazy, kind of off topic. I think if they bring Brogdon in, Horford's the one coming off the bench. 
Ooh. I think a lot of people just see a clean swap for smart, which mm-hmm. I get. I like that's a small small starting lineup though. I mean, you got Robert Williams at six eleven. Yeah. Jason Tatum at six nine, six ten. Jalen Brown at six seven. You got two six five guys in the backcourt. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I guess not it's not, it's not, not awful, and all of those guys are really good defensively. Like elite, yeah, elite defensively. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and so they went small last year. A yeah. Lot. It's interesting. It's interesting. I think that's they more could. of a conversation than what people are thinking. People, I think, are just like cleanly switching out smart Brogdon, Brogdon smart. I think the the biggest advantage to having Brogdon is the playmaking in the in the second team. Like you would essentially have your two best playmakers playing the same minutes, and mm-hmm. you could stagger them, but it's just not as much as it would be like Tatum for fifteen minutes, yeah. Brogdon for the no, next. That's a good point. Um, but no, I mean, I totally agree. Okay, um, dark horse. Dark Horse Six Man of the Year. Mine, I, don't, I don't remember. You mine's go. Gary Trent Jr. Oh, okay. Because that team's probably going to start Ananobi, Van Vliet, Siakam, uh, Scotty Barnes, and then whoever their five man's going to be. Could be Coloco. Could be uh, who? Uh, Boucher. I, mean, I, I want to say last year they essentially just ran small ball all year long with like a stretch Siakam four type deal, even really? though he's... Like six nine. Otto Porter. They're really small. Chris roster. Boucher. Oh, Precious. Precious. Precious is six. Precious plays the five though. Yeah, yeah. And so Gary Trent, I think, will come off the bench and have that kind of two guard scoring role. It, it it's not that much different than Poole or Hero or a Simons. No. Uh, I just don't think he's as good personally. But I don't that, think he's that's as good just... either, but I could see that being something where it's like, oh, you know, he's averaging eighteen points a game off the bench, shooting 40% from three, that'd be pretty wild. Yeah, he just doesn't quite have those playmaking chops as those guys, I think. Like, he's no. not going to do it with the ball in his hands. But, but they have a lot of guys who of... can handle it. He's going to get a lot of catch-and-shoot looks. Got 100%. a lot of guys that can penetrate. I I love him in Toronto. Yeah. For that squad. He's He'll be good. Who did who did Toronto swap for him from the Blazers? I loved that trade for both sides, honestly. Yeah, uh, I can't remember who it was. Oh, look. Was it Nasir Little? No. No. Uh, no, he was, he was really good. Uh, for the Raptors. I think he maybe now plays for the Clippers. I think the the Blazers maybe shipped him off. Really? I'll look while you say yours. Uh, was my, it Justice Winslow? No. My sixth man of the year, Dark Horse, is Bones Highland. Yeah. Like uh, and, and we talked about this already, and I think we maybe mentioned it last week, is that I, just, I see a big jump in production for him. I think he's going to be able to feast on that second unit. Uh, pure score... He, I, I just think he's going to be really freaking good. I like that. I like it a lot. What's left? Let's go to... Rookie... Or, yeah, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. All right. The top three odds are Paolo Bancaro at one, Keegan Murray at two, and then tied for third and fourth, Jabari Smith Jr. and Jaden Ivey. You want to go? I got Keegan Murray uh, for Sacramento, and I think Paolo's probably the better player. Um, I just think Keegan Murray... Norm Powell, that's the answer. Yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> I like it. Uh, sorry. I got Keegan Murray because I just think his role is so, like, fail-proof in mm. Sacramento. He's gonna When's be the good. last time he said that about Sacramento? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be good on defense. He's going to be able to score. He's going to be able to play a lot of minutes. Like, I just don't see – I don't see him averaging less than 12 points a game and being – a menace on defense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I lean Murray. 
It's between Ben Caro and Murray for me. I don't like, think there's a close third, personally. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and I just give Murray the edge because I, 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 I don't see any blatant weaknesses in this game. I picked Murray for the exact same reasons. I think he has such a clearly defined role in Sacramento. Yeah. I think Sacramento is going to be much better this year. Uh-huh. I think it's going to help him out a lot. I think it's going to help him with name recognition, which is what a lot of these yeah. awards are. Uh, and like you said, I, I just don't see any holes. Uh, Bancaro, I think he'll be really good. There's just something holding me back from, I don't know if it's fit with the magic or the fact that he's just going to be thrown in as like the automatic best player. I don't know. There's something holding me back from like him having like a tremendous season. I think he's a really, really good basketball player, but. I also think, I mean, we saw Bancaro last year. You know, there are rumors of him not being in great shape. At the beginning of the year, right, mm-hmm. with conditioning, uh, we saw some tweaks along the way, injury-wise. I think Murray's a guy who plays almost 80 games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I really do. Totally. And so, and then Orlando, they could go into a position where it's, we're tanking this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see Sacramento doing that. And that doesn't matter a ton for Rookie of the Year. I mean, it mattered. When it did matter. Giddy. For- didn't yeah. make all first team. Yeah, and it kind of mattered for Barnes, I think. Yeah, so I, I think that. I agree. I, I think his team's better. I think he'll be more consistent. I think he's already got his name out there due to, I mean, his summer league was fantastic. He was so good. So, um, I mean, I think Ben Carroll's going to be really good, too. But I, I don't quite see a close third. I think Jabari Smith Jr., just, I yeah. just don't see it in year one. I think Who's he's your dark a horse? Great player, but my dark horse. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Third, Matherin's a guy you said you like. Hundred. Mm-hmm, Would he be your third? He'd be my third. Yeah, probably so. I like it. Probably so. Okay. My dark horse is Ochaik Baji. Oh, uh, in Utah. Now. Yes, in Utah. <laughs> now we kind of pigeonholed him into this like three and D wing role, which we loved. Which yeah, which in is Cleveland. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But there's no way he can't at least play as good as Duarte did last year, who was like. A top five rookie for a big chunk of the yeah, season. First half of the season. Like easily. you talked about, that team's awful. He's going to get his. He just point. did it in Kansas. We just saw that he could be the man. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, obviously, the jump the, the NBA is a huge jump, but I could totally see him averaging 14 points on eh efficiency and yeah. getting a first team look. Yeah. So he's my dark horse. Earlier, we talked about Herb Jones, especially towards the end of the season. When the Pelicans were kind of picking up momentum, turning heads with this play. Mm-hmm. Defensively, he was great. Offensively, he was really good when he had to be. Yeah, uh, Great transition, all those things. I see Tari Eason as my dark horse because I think he does all of those things on a team that's all score first players. Yeah, I think his role is so valuable to that team. He's they gonna, really are. Like They're so oh, offensively minded. He's going to be the f- best defender on the court for them. Yeah. The majority of the time. He's great in transition, which was perfect for a guy like Jalen Green who wants to play fast. Kevin Porter Jr. can really pass in the full court. I see his role being very valuable. I think he could be as valuable as the top few rookies. I just don't know if his numbers are going to look crazy and if he's going to get the minutes of those guys. But he's going to be really good for that team. Houston's been super weird with minutes. Like, Shingun's minutes last year? Yeah, were just he like, so wouldn't play random. for months at a time. And it was honestly the same thing with Eason in college. It's like, he was the sixth man. Like He wanted that. Yeah, that, which but, is but just yeah, wild. Yeah, there's, it's, it, it could be weird. I, I, I totally agree. I think Eason's going to be... Man, if he could ever get like his spot-up numbers up, yeah. he would be unbelievable. I just wish he was on a good team. He's going to make it a good team. 
He's going to make it a good team. Him and Shingoon? Yep, him and Shingoon. Give me him and Shingoon over Porter Jr. and Green any day. What about, what about, let's say, Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, and Holmgren, or Eason and Shingoon? Who would I rather have for the future? Yeah. It's not, well, it's kind of fair. It's kind of fair. That's not even their stuff. I mean, Jabari Smith Jr. exists. Like <laughs> Holmgren and Jerry, probably. Just because Holmgren's. Yeah, that, that much, and I think there's there's no NBA where Jerry doesn't have a role. Meh. Yep. Yeah. Um, Even though I really like, like, I love <laughs> Shingun and Eason. Houston's fun. It's just like you. It's like a puzzle, and you it, get it, and you lay it all team. out, and it doesn't fit. And you're like, what? Do, what do I do with this? It, it's like it's like a two K team. Like you just kind of yeah. find these random guys. It's like you traded for all your sports. favorite players. And now exactly. you're like, that's chemistry's off. It's and... a 14 year old Twitter nerds, like favorite team, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's fun though. Like I, I'm going to tune in, you know, like it'll be a summer league team. Like, I mean, <laughs> it is, they are the, they're one like connecting piece away from being really good. I think. Dude, does Eric Gordon still play for them? Yeah, he does. That's nuts. Dude, there's been so much movement on that team, and Eric Gordon's the one that's yeah, yeah. He's going to hate it. Like, he might uh, have some fun. Okay, who's your dark horse? Oh, you just said. Yep. <laughs> oh, my, my God. Bad. Podcast rookie. Most who's improved. Yours? Wait. I already said mine. Dummy. Jeez. Tara Easton, we were just talking about him. Okay. Okay. Most improved. Oh, dude, I, three. I didn't. I didn't do one. Let most, me look at most the, improves a lot of fun. I'll start while you do this. Okay. Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brunson are the top three. I picked for my legit winner, kind of a dark horse in itself, because I believe in this guy. I got Patrick Williams out of Chicago. Mm. I know this award usually goes to bigger name players. A lot John Morant winning last year. Um, who won the year before? When Brandon Ingram's won it, like. Giannis has won it. Guys who... Devontae Graham won it one year, didn't he? Ran. No, he got second. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah. but it's like guys who have a pretty cleanly projected future in the NBA. Yeah. I like Patrick Williams a lot. I think he has a chance to be the third best player, uh, or four, maybe fourth best player, on that uh, Bulls team. He averaged nine points a game last year. That guy could get up to 15. Yeah. 16. Um, and he's a guy I don't, I take all of these summer or these, uh, you know, pick up run videos with a grain of salt. He's been really good. He's been in the gym a lot and the bulls organization absolutely loves this guy. And so I think Patrick Williams is a guy who can step into a role there. That's extremely valuable on a playoff team. So give me Patrick Williams for my legitimate pick. And I haven't done this yet. The top few uh, are just so really, hard to bet against. Really, yeah. There's I mean, just no scenario where either Halliburton or Edwards doesn't win it in my mind. Like Halliburton's going to be outright the best player on a, like it, you said, garbage team. They, it, they could it's be one of those two. It's got to be. But the thing is, with the Timberwolves, he's going to have to add. Ant's going to have to average like six or seven more points a game. I think. Yeah. The same way Jaw did. But if he does four and they win fifteen more games. Because they had Gobert, I, I think yeah. that's the thing. I think I think that's tough. True. That's I was going to pick Garland, but it's like, well, no, you know, if he averages four or five more points a game, Donovan Mitchell's on the team, yeah, and he could be true. the best player. Um, Halliburton's a good pick. I would go. 
I would go Edwards. I think he's just got the he's just got the name. He's got it. He, yeah, like he is a household name. He was a number one pick, almost like Patrick Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was he? he was a high pick, like four. Yeah, he, way high. Crazy. I, yeah, you were <laughs> flabbergasted. I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, I'll go Edwards for my legitimate pick. I I want to lean Spurs for like a real pick as well. Kelvin like, Johnson, almost Devin Vassell. Honestly, Oof. I I think someone's got to get theirs on that team. I think Someone it's gonna is, be Johnson. He did it last year. Vassell's just such a good score, like perimeter score. It's hard to He's like. He's much better off the catch, though. It's like hard Kelvin, to bet on a dip. Kelvin Johnson's going to be the dude that's like getting his. I feel running like. it. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to get it though. Primo. No. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Who's your long shot? Uh, long shot. Long shot. My long, long shot's shot. Wendell Carter. Oh. Okay. I, I would almost pick him to win it. I think that he kind of gets lost in the mix on the Magic squad that's kind of got some random pieces that are going to be fighting for playing time. Wagner, Bancaro, Bamba. Like, I just, I'm not entirely sure his role, especially when you bring in Bancaro. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Wendell Carter. That dude can play. 100%. He's aver- he averaged 16 a game last year. No one knew. Like, that's really good. The odds that he gets to 20 when you bring in the first overall pick. Kind of slim, but he's dude. He's a really good player, really good player. Uh, I'm gonna go shout out Simon. I'll go DeAndre Hunter as mine, just because I I like him. Um, but I, I feel the same way though. It's like they added guys that are gonna take away from him. Not he, not necessarily what he does. Like he could be. I don't know. He he could easily be the third best player on that team though. I think if if he takes the jump, and he does like. His defense is going to span a little more, a little bit more than what Murray's is going to. Like yeah. he could take an offensive jump without really detracting from anyone. I don't think. Like, I like they added Murray, but I don't know. I just I, just, I like DeAndre. I, I agree. I said that last pod. I just think yeah. his usage at best stays the same. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe they're going to run so much PNR with that squad, dude. Yeah, they are. And Hunter's just going to get stand there. Yeah, maybe he maybe he but really bumps like up those numbers. Player-wise, if we take everything out of it and just look at the player, I love DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, like, he's going to be so good for that team. He he's really a is. stud, man. In the same way that, who's the Cavs three? Jesus. Okoro. Yes. In the same way that Okoro is going to be good for the Cavaliers. Hunter. Like Mike McCall Bridges with Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. And he can stand out. And he was... Yeah. Yeah, he was really good, so... Cool. MVP. I haven't picked an MVP yet either. A real one. I'm between a couple is the problem. Uh, I bet I could guess yours. Luca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who's the favorite that goes Luca? Sorry. Should be Luca, Embiid, then Giannis. Wow, no Jokic. He was f- tied for fourth with Durant. I, I get it. It's just weird it's, that yeah, he's crazy. won it twice in a row. It's crazy. He's not top three. Yeah, give me Luca. I just think we're going to end the season and say that dude might be the best player in the NBA. I've said that for the past two seasons coming into it. I said it last year. Yeah. I I can't. I can't do it. I'm going to go Joel. I think Joel, yeah. I mean, I, I don't see a dip. Like, he's going to be freaking good again. He's he going to be way up better there. better last year. Like, yeah. <laughs> towards the end of the year, man. Um, Like I said, voter fatigue with Jokic, I think, is there. Luka... I mean, I don't have a reason to bet against Luca. He's a complete stud. Looks like he stayed in shape this offseason. He's been He's going to get every bit of stats on that team. <laughs> I love if it. if anything's going to hold Luca back, it's going to be that 
that team's record. If they're an eight seed, I don't think it'll. I don't think it's going to happen. Because okay. Joel is probably a lock for a top three seed in the East. Agreed. Jokic up in the air. Giannis locked for a top three seed in the East. So the Mavericks and Nuggets, I think, are similar. I think the Nuggets are way better, but we. I think that's what we disagreed on. Way last. better. You have the Ro- Nuggets like your six seed. You have the Mavericks like your seven. No. Yeah. No. I had the Nuggets four. I think. Okay. Don't check. Way me. better. Don't check me. Okay, um, that's fair. That's fair. I think Luca's really good, but I think their second I think, best players. Tim Hardaway. Jokic has won it the last two years, and what have they been? The four seed, the eight seed, seven seed. Yeah. Luca could do that. Luca could do that, and and he's a bigger name. Like I just think it's. I mean, like I said, he's the favorite. I don't have a lot Who'd to go your, against. But. Would he be your second? Then, yeah, it was between be? those two for sure. Embiid and, and Luca. I could see Giannis. I think Giannis is my second. He's well, the best player not? on the planet. Okay. I have a few other names as a dark horse, but I'm trying to pick one. I have one dark horse. You want me to go? You think on I it. just hope it's not. You say yours because I'll, if it's. I don't same. think you'll pick mine. Okay, go for it. Zion Williamson. Oh, not mine at all. Um, is the second best player on that team? No. I, I think, dude, this kid, as a sophomore in the NBA, averaged nearly 28 points per game. You mix that with, like, we think yeah. the Pelicans are going to be pretty good. You mix it with that. I don't care what Bingram's doing. Like, 28 points per game and then, like, nine rebounds, some assists because he's going to have the ball so much. He's a stud. Like, yeah, he is. He's not been healthy, which is I get is the root of, like, all of the turmoil there. But he's so freaking good. He's unstoppable. Just completely immovable, unstoppable, everything. So, like I said, those stats mixed with the Pelicans, like if we really think they're going to have a good year, and I think they are, he'll be up there. He'll That's be up good. there. Okay. Gosh, I have three names in my head. So, I'm going to go the farthest dark horse on this. So, I had Anthony Edwards and Paul George is kind of two that are in that Zion category, I feel like. Anthony Edwards was my second dark like, horse. Proven pick. good players, could be really good. Could both be the best player on their team. Will be cosmetically the best player yeah. on that team. Mine's Cade Cunningham. Ooh. Wild. And this is not to say he's better than Scotty Barnes or better than Evan Mobley. He is easily the best player on that team. Yeah. Mobley's surrounded with other good players. Scotty Barnes definitely kind of in the mix on that team. Cade right now is the best player on that team. The same reason why I think Dwayne Casey could run coach of the year in a fairy tale, you know, future. <laughs> You'd have to throw Cade Cunningham in there for an MVP guy. If I mean, if, if he were to average 23, 7, and 7, and there is 7 seed. Is that not what LaMelo did, though? And he hasn't quite been MVP level. Like, LaMelo... 23, they, the Hornets 7, went, and 7? It was, it was a lot. It was a whole bunch. I don't know if he got to 23, but huh. he was probably at, like, 27 and 6. And they were only, what, like a 8, 9 seed? Huh. Last year... 27.6 and 6.7. So basically 8 and 7. I And he was a, a third pick. And he's a big name too. That That's my only rebuttal. Yeah. I agree. And, I think and, he's just too... It, but, there's almost like an unspoken rule if you're a sophomore, you can't. And, which is BS, but... And like if, if the Pistons somehow get a top 6, 17 seed in the East, which they're not, he's got to be better than Embiid, Giannis, <laughs> and just in, in, that, in that Tatum, yep. Butler. Yeah. Dog. I mean, that that's very far fetched, but I could see him being the best player on a playing team. 
Do you think, here's a question. Do you think he wins MVP before his career is over? Cade? Yeah. Oh, it's such like an elite tier to be in. If he's, if, okay, if you think. I mean, how, how old is he? A, 20? Probably. Luca's 22? Jeez, that sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Luca's yeah. been playing professional basketball for the last, what, nine years? Yeah, true. Could he? Yes. I think, I think he's one of those guys that's going to be a top five MVP guy for a yeah. while. And now if he wins it, he wins it. But I'll throw him in there. I Sure, give him an MVP before he retires. Same with Scotty and Mobley. Another thing Actually, is like, not Scotty, just Mobley. Scott, yeah, Scotty's going to be really tough to... He could, unless he's really hitting step back trades no, like that video. <laughs> he's going to be tough. Uh, the other whole thing to the Pistons is like, Jaden Ivey needs the ball. Like, <laughs> it's not the Daily Ding. I don't know. Who do <laughs> I, I want to send it to? to? Oh, it's my laptop. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. We're good. Um, Jaden Ivey wants the ball. Jaden Ivey is good off ball, but, but he's not elite off sure. ball. Um, so there's the whole thing of like, yeah, Cade is their outright best player, but Jaden Ivey's, I mean, he's going to take some. Same with Sadiq Bey, yep. Jeremy Grant. 100%. Um Jeremy Grant, Grant still Blazers, baby. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, something happened to Jeremy Grant. Um, so I don't know. I I okay. like Cade. That's super dark horse. Yeah, yeah. But okay. if not, I like. You have two more. There was Ant, Paul George. Oh, okay. Oh, Ant and Paul George. I think those are gotcha. right there with Zion type storylines. Paul George Is coming Paul back. Paul George, their best player. Is he? I think he'll play more than Kawhi Leonard. That's yeah. why. That's oh, why. That's I think fair. that's the storyline. Is but is he better? Uh, than take Kawhi this out of it. Like both at their best. No. Kawhi did that thing. Man. He's so good, dude. He did that. So he, he did that thing. Good. But Paul George, Paul George just has like. I, it, but people think Paul George is like kind of outside of that, like top, not top ten, but like outside of that elite level. The only, the only thing that keeps him outside of that for me is his consistency. He'll go three for eighteen in the playoffs, and then he'll go for forty-five points, eight and eight. And it's like he's so talented, but it's just not always there you know what i mean yeah. it was there for a lot of that season he was like third in mvp but like it's really hard to consistently put him as a top 10 player whenever like he's just got those kind of brain fart games it's kind of where tatum's at now yeah yeah. yeah definitely like that's what's keeping tatum from like the top five. Oh god i mean if he was his best all the time all the time <laughs> yeah and that and the best be, all the time is luca it's what separates like yeah. luca lebron kevin durant is like they're at their best Giannis. Constant. Giannis yeah. is all like that's why Giannis is the best luca's highs Constantly. are luca's highs Jokic's highs are Embiid's highs are all as high or higher than Giannis's. is Giannis is good he does it all. 48 it's, minutes a night it's like Kawhi. yeah exactly <laughs> Kawhi was true. up there look at us we talk about basketball sometimes. um is that it did we Dude, do it? Let's talk about Eastern Conference Finals. Who do you think gets there? <laughs> Celtics, easy pick for okay, me. Okay, I agree. Uh, have not thought about the other Give me something fun team. here. Give me something fun. Cleveland, Cavaliers. Is yeah. it Toronto, Cleveland? Who do you like? Uh, not Toronto this year. I enjoy them. Cleveland, I genuinely could see it. Okay. I think I talked about that exact pick a couple weeks ago. Genuinely could see it. Who but, likes that? Oh. Oh, Celtics. Okay. Celtics, yeah. Too big. Is it Cleveland? Are they going to be your squad? I don't want Heat. Nets, no. You're going to say Sixers, so I'm not going to say I got, Sixers. Yeah. Uh, I have Boston, Philadelphia. Screw it. I'll go Cleveland. Yeah. That's not bad. I like Cleveland it. Cleveland would They're be... freaking good, dude. Oh, Milwaukee? <sighs> yeah, I'll go. I Milwaukee. forgot about Milwaukee. I love Giannis, dude. He's oh, so freaking good. Shit. Give me Philadelphia still. But I got Boston winning that. West. Wow. 
West. This is brutal. So brutal. Uh, There's so many what ifs in this too. Like, <laughs> it's tough. It's really, really hard. I'll go Clippers as one team. Wow. Like I said, so I you think, think they're they going to be. You think they do better in the playoffs than they did the regular season? Yeah, 100%. I said that last week. Did I you? think okay. they're just going to have like an up and down regular season. And, but when they're the at playoffs their best, in stride. Yeah, when they're at their best, Ooh. they're going to be as talented okay. as anybody. So who do you got against them? Oh. Golden State. I, you almost have to throw in Golden State. Like, unless Steph tweaks his ankle, how are they not going to be there? He is so gravitational as a player. Wiggins is in his prime. Pool's getting be better. better. Clay, even if he takes a dip, Pool makes up for everything. Draymond's Draymond. Draymond's Draymond. Looney's fine. Kaminga's going to be fine. Really tough. Wiseman could be okay. Like I said, I think Timberwolves could be a good playoff team. I know a lot of people don't associate Gobert and good playoff basketball together, but like... He'll be fine. I'm not worried. Anthony Edwards is that dude. Like, 25-5-5. Okay, so so is it playoffs? Clippers, Warriors? Yeah. Who wins it? Oh, no. I go Clippers. Who wins it? NBA Finals. Mm, Celtics, Clippers. <sighs> Tatum. Oh, that's so freaking hard. I mean, Tatum and Jalen Brown are going to play games. We don't know about Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They're so inconsistent. I was about to say Clippers, and you changed my mind. I'll go Celtics. Okay. So I have Boston beating Philly, Boston going to the Bay Finals. And then I got... I, I try to get different here. I have Minnesota-Dallas. I can't. I just can't believe you think Dallas is a Western Conference Finals team. I think they're an NBA Finals team. Oh, Derek. no. Uh, oh, I think no. Boston beats Dallas in the NBA Finals. Okay. Okay. That's what I had last year. <laughs> I think, man, I just. It's I just, just for fun. Like, like, oh, I, if, I, I, if I had to be dead freaking. Like, that's my scenario. I think that's what's going to play out. But if I had to be dead serious, like, bet my life on it. Warriors. I think, dude, I think it's Warriors Milwaukee. Like, yeah. that's. Last year's pick. Basically. I think those are the two easiest teams to pick. Boston. It might be Boston Golden State. Yeah. <sighs> Golden State's really hard to bet against. It is. Like I said, unless like there's major injuries there. They're just like... I think Boston... I mean, I think Milwaukee... <sighs> crap. I think Minnesota is as good or better in the playoffs as they were in the regular season. I think they're solid, dude. I agree. I think Gobert was tough to play in the playoffs because they didn't have any perimeter defense. Um... Now, there's times he gets taken out due to ball screens, and like it's hard to play around him sometimes, but Minnesota's deeper. Um, it really, a, really sucks they got rid of Beverly. Because if, if you add him, I almost pick him for the finals. Like If you add like yeah. that perimeter defender, which he's not like what he was. was How but, like, fun would a Cleveland-Minnesota NBA Finals be? Uh, Talk about two teams that sucked a couple <laughs> years ago. Wow. Last year. Dude. Um, yeah, that'd be so fun. I would love some... like. A little mix-up next year. I just don't see it. I think some of these teams are still just a tad too young. Next year, though, the next season, you're going to have it could be, the Raptors emerging. Cleveland could be right there. Minnesota, Minnesota will be as good. The Warriors could be coming down. The Lakers and Clippers could be coming down. Depending on what the, the Mavericks could do, they could be like there. Yep. That's going to be a fun New season. New Orleans. Oh, dude. They, they might be like me. my league pass team. The Pelicans are so freaking fun, dude. Oklahoma City. The next year? 23-24? If they're healthy. I mean, like... They're going to be freaking talented, I'll tell you that. Dude, freaking yeah, that's, talented. that's fun. Um, okay. 
Do you want to do Twitter cues? Uh, all rookie first team. Do you all have rookie it? first team. Yeah, yeah. I can make it up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Bankero. I think uh, we have two locks that we've me, already talked about. Bankero Murray. Bankero Murray. I'm gonna go Matherin. I also have Matherin. Okay. Uh, is this position wise? No. Just say five, oh nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have Ivy. I think he's gonna get his regardless. That okay. team's not. He's not a lock for me. The other three are locks. Give me your other one. This is my dark horse. <laughs> I have Jalen Williams, Santa Clara. I just can James Wiseman be one of these since he hasn't played. No, no. <laughs> ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year. Yeah, but I think James Wiseman's gonna be a third year, right? Oh shit! Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think this is kind of a shout out for the Thunderpod. Jalen Williams is freaking good at yeah. basketball. He, he's ready to play. He's going to be consistent. He's plug and play. I think on this team, he's going to get his. He's a guy that even if, let's say they shut it down, they shut Shake yeah. it down, they shut Giddy down, Jalen Williams is going to play. And yeah. he could he could get his. He could function as a primary playmaker. He could be off ball. This is tough. It is tough. It's really hard. Um, uh, okay, give me Bencaro, Murray, Matherin. Matherin. No, Ivy? Come on, give me, man. Yeah, give he's me so Ivy. He's so freaking good. And then fifth, I'm going to go weird. Give me Jaden Hardy out of Dallas. Mm. Goes with my Dallas storyline. Gotcha. He could be really good. He could for be. Them. There's there's something holding me back about him, too. I don't know what it is. A lot of people, right right as the draft hit, were like, he should be a top 10 player. And it was like, we didn't talk about that at all forever. But I get it. He's good. <laughs> yeah, just for fun. Give me. Yeah. Give me. I, I struggled, even with Rookie of the Year, Dark Horse. I struggled with Sohan. I think he's going to be really good. Another guy that's probably going to get his on a really bad team. I don't think he gets his. He, I mean, he needs good players. He could. Like, there's just going to be so much ball to go around. Like, I for the Spurs, they're, like, really bad. Really yeah, bad. It, I'm not saying he's going to go score 15 a night. No, he'll, he'll, he score do, as many, he'll score eight a night. He could do. Maybe. Yeah. And, I mean, what did Herb need to get? accolades he's good defensively really good defensively he could get some assist numbers he could get rebound numbers why was why was herb like you know working his way up towards the end of the year because he was contributing to a freaking good team i just don't i don't think that matters as much for a rookie maybe maybe i think it does but it shouldn't it shouldn't because if you're a rookie on a and you're playing good you're probably on a bad team and you were drafted high that was my thought eason's close for me too eason i could see it same thing with that guy Sohan. can play eighty-two games, thirty minutes a night. Like he, he's about <laughs> it, dude. Okay, yeah. I like him a lot. Anything else? Uh, okay. Twitter questions? Sure. All right. Let's. My bad for the all NBA teams. I thought we were doing all of them for some reason. Was it just rookie? Uh, just rookie. I just oh, said sick. rookie. But that is a great segue into Jason Adler's question from Twitter. Oh, that's, that's who makes. Thought. The All NBA First Team. So we did rookie. And this. Oh, this is just NBA. is by position. Yeah, this okay. is All All NBA First Team. So one center, two forwards, two guards. Yep. Embiid. Okay. I agree. I agree. Giannis. I think he. I think he gets the nod finally. Embiid, Giannis, Tatum. I unfortunately agree. Luca. These are kind of easy. Steph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Steph out and... I mean, I think... Oh, First team. Trey. Guard. Dame Lillard's going to have a big bounce back here. Trey. Young. Trey could. 
I'd almost I'd almost go with Dame over Trey though. I, uh, Dame's I mean he's he's on that like arc of where he's gonna he's <laughs> he's not in the tail give end. Me, but give me Steph. I think the I think that's a solid five. I agree with your okay. five. Uh, I think Dame's gonna have a huge year, so I'll go Dame. Okay. I think there's two. I think there's three locks. Yeah, the and first I, three you said are pretty. I think it's I think it's Giannis or I, Tatum and Luca. I think those three are like locks. Yeah. The only reason Embiid isn't is because of Jokic, Jokic. but Which is those fine. are the the two for sure. Yeah, those are the two. Uh, friend of the pod, Simon Rath. Who is the worst best player you think could win a title as your number one option? Now, before we talk about this, which I love this question. This is great. Number one scoring option, or or are we thinking best player? Best player. Okay, I agree. So with this, are we talking on current teams, or is this fantasy land? And when you have uh, call it like it's like I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, I'm talking more like current. Let's do like, both. Okay, I think right now let's run through some teams. So we think the Celtics would could win it. That'll be Tatum, Golden State, Steph. Oh, he, uh, my mine might be Pascal Siakam. Really? Or Fred VanVleet, whoever you think's the best on that team. Uh. I just don't think they're championship level yet. I don't know why. I think, I think, I think you got to give Scotty Barnes some time. I just, I, I don't think so. Think of who they would have to line up against, like the yeah. Warriors, or like whoever wins out of that Western Conference is going to be freaking good. Even if it is Dallas, could they beat Luca? Like I don't know. I just the Raptors just aren't quite there yet. I think they're like on the border. And that's why I go with them because other ones like are that freaking fake, good players. I mean, like yeah, Siakam's freaking good. He's underrated. In my yeah, book. he's underrated, but he's not as good as Steph, Tatum, Luca. Yeah, he's Giannis, also Embiid, Jokic. Yeah. I would probably my legit pick would probably be Donovan Mitchell because I I think yeah. the Cavs could get there, and I think Donovan Mitchell's kind of yeah. on the outside looking I don't in hate at that. the ten. What about Booker Paul? I think that's a funky one because I think I think Booker if Booker's the best player on that team, he's not as good as in my opinion, he's not as good as Siakam. He's not as good as Siakam. Hell no. Whoa, whoa! I feel like that's a hot take. Devin Booker's not as good as Siakam? I'd take Pascal Siakam. <laughs> what? That's just a real... I don't That's really tough. I'm not a D-book guy. But that's a tough look. I mean, Siakam's he better like at everything else besides scoring. Last year. Which is nuts. That Booker was fourth MVP. <laughs> Siakam's, Siakam's better at every single thing in basketball besides scoring. And but, he's almost as good at scoring. Uh, I don't know about that. He's averaging 22. Booker's averaging 24. Yeah, but Booker's like, he's a go-get-you-a-pascal can run your offense. three-pointer. Devin Booker sure as hell can't run your offense. Pascal Siakam can run your offense. Pascal Siakam's a top... He's an all-NBA type defender. Yeah. He's going to... He just... Oh, man. I, I don't know. Neither he's can pass. Quite, Siakam's a better passer. He's not quite like elite, elite, elite at... The things that you're saying, I feel like. Like, he's not elite, elite, elite at defense or scoring, but he's like really, 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 really good at all of it. Devin Booker's only elite at one thing, and that's scoring off the catch. I agree. When, I feel like I this is a be, hot take. Well, and Booker's not a good defender. Like, he's okay, not a, I shouldn't say not a good defender. He's at best an average defender okay. consistently. I mean, he's I an average passer, easily an average passer. I agree. It's just like he makes in easy my passes. in my brain, we think Booker's what like a top twelve? No player. Okay, <laughs> twenty top twenty. Twenty. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, I think give, he's out there. Give me Siakam all day, every day. 
<laughs> I want to. My, I mean, my, Seattle was the second best player on the team that won the finals. Devin yeah. Booker was the second best player on the team that lost in the finals. My heart wants to. Well, they play. Yeah, the Warriors were pretty banged up. <laughs> um, my heart wants to agree with you. My head doesn't. When, when Phoenix was up 2 0 on Milwaukee, right? Frauds, yeah. man. <laughs> you will take any of this crap. Make, on make a shot at the Jack Harlow concert. Who? Devin Booker. I didn't. It would have made this. you sick. He came out in the middle of a Jack Harlow concert. Your favorite <laughs> artist in the world, and, sh- and you know he's all swagged out. And he shoots like a 18 foot jumper, swishes at the crowd, goes nuts. And when Jack Harlow dap up, I was I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> it was awful. That's amazing. Siakam over Booker is like crazy. I think, dude, you would get slandered on Twitter for it. At least you should tweet it. No one cares about my tweets. How about I just tweet it right now? Oh, and then listeners of the pod can go back and look at the tweet. Let's just do Siakam greater than Booker. Tweet. <laughs> just I don't even agree with that, but just to stoke the fires. Um, do it. Okay. I just think I think Siakam can do more on, especially defensively. I think he. I think he can legitimately run an offense. He does it in Toronto. He brings the ball. He, you've even said it. That's you that said it. He's more of a point guard than he is anything else in that system. I agree. I like Siakam a ton. Booker, genuinely Booker. probably a top five player for me. Like, favorites. Yeah. I love Siakam. Uh, Booker's just... You take Chris Paul off the Suns, man, and Booker loses his role. You know what it is, though? Huh. Booker's like that. Is Siakam like that? Shut up. Did you say that he's like that? Because Booker's think like that. Fred Van Vliet off there. Siakam does the same thing. My my issue is that the Raptors have like a pretty okay roster right now, and they're a six seed. And I think to be in like MVP consideration, you got to be like a top three seed. The, the, the rosters had one of the – I mean, the, the Suns have one of the best rosters in the NBA the last few years, and they got bounced by 50 at home in an elimination game against Luka. <laughs> I I agree, but for every every – that they also made the finals. For Booker, every, Booker was arguably the, finals, the best. Player. They made the finals once, and he was the best player. And they lost, even though he's the second best player. Chris Paul was easily best player on that team. The Raptors made the finals with Siakam as their second best player, and they yeah. won that thing against the Warriors. They also had Kawhi, who at that time was genuinely like two Man. on the planet. Oh yeah, yeah, behind LeBron, probably at that time. E- uh, or Kevin. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he was up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> give me Siakam. I just value <laughs> okay. that. I value that a little bit more. Let, okay. What? Let's get back to it. What other teams are there? For you what? like rap for for worst? I'm talking myself player. into it. It's Siakam. Okay, but like Spida, you're taking Siakam over Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's better than who? See, what does Donovan Mitchell do better than Siakam? What's the argument there? Well, the only reason why I wasn't about to say it is because Mitchell was banged up last year, wasn't he? Uh, maybe. For a little bit. I don't know. Like, didn't play but half the season almost, I thought. I, I thought he played a lot, but I don't know. They, Did he? They were, like okay. a, they were a decent seed. I thought he played a bunch, but then maybe, I, I don't then, know. Then, <sighs> okay, but that's fair. Seattle's okay. better at everything but scoring than Spider, right? Probably, yeah. At passing, maybe. Not yeah, um, but yeah, they're about this. But he has the ball in his hands as much or more than Siakam does. Yeah, Booker just doesn't because he. But is it closer for you? I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, it's a little bit closer. It might be preference, but I've seen like Donovan Mitchell easily be the best player on the court for the Jazz. Totally, and like, but but Booker's Booker's been that too. I don't. uh, He's been. Come on, there's been. He's had some killer series. Yeah, no, he's like when Chris Paul was out. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. He's had a really good series. Um. Like, he was the best player in that series, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's close. I just think I'll go Siakam. I got you. I got you. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Ant. Do we think yeah, they could win? Probably but he not. Could, yeah, but he could also be. If they win, he's going to be. He one could of be the best way up there. NBA. True. 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 Okay. True. Um, I think I'm already getting crapped on on Twitter. Oh, oh. Okay, so we have a eh, and then we have a literally traded Booker for Siakam and Dinwiddie in a keeper league, in a fantasy league. Good I don't know him. fantasy stuff, but... I don't know. Good for him. I'm not getting crazy crap. Let's see how many followers I've lost. Zero. Okay. Um, let's get gain, back to... You'll gain some. <laughs> I've got some in a minute. Do- I'm a lame <laughs> I don't tweet enough. Um, let's go back to questions. Um, where would you rank SGA among players 25 or younger? Uh, top five for sure. No. What? Who else is there? Tatum, Luca. Tatum. What is? Ray. I don't think. Tatum's twenty five. Or twenty five or younger. Twenty four. He's okay. twenty four. Okay, okay, okay. Tatum. Tatum's twenty three. He's twenty four. Okay. okay. Tatum, Luca, Zion, Trey. Hmm. I I take Trey. Trace close. Garland, Mobley, cutting him. If we're going like future projections, then yeah, like Mobley and them are going to be up there. But like next season. It might be five then. Yeah. Yeah. Five through seven, I feel like, is a pretty safe lock. Okay. Um, And then we have one more question. Friend of the pod, Jay Holmes, my man. LeBron averaged 38 and six last year on the most minutes he's played per game since 2016. Where do you think his minutes per game will be this year, and how does it impact the Lakers' chances of making the playoffs, considering his stamina towards the end of the year? God, I love LeBron. Um, then go for it. I think he will probably play a little less. I agree. I think their roster, honestly, I think it'll be healthy enough to actually churn out some regular season wins. I see him resting a decent amount. I think... I think he'll be fine again, honestly. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I think he'll be exactly what he was last year. I think he'll be fine. I don't know if it's 30 a game. I see 26, 27 maybe because I think Anthony Davis plays more games. Uh, I think he'll play more games. Pat Bev and Russ could churn you out. Yeah, give me, give me like 27, 8 and 5 for LeBron, 8 and 6. Like, fair. Yeah. That's fine. I think they sneak into the playoffs personally. They're, I mean,. <laughs> All you gotta be is a top ten team to make the playoffs. Yeah, but we talked about it. the West is freaking like those. The teams he's competing against is like the Pelicans, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. It would depend on what you think about yeah. the Grizzlies. Um. Yeah, it's tough. I agree. I it's think tough. the Clippers up. might be down there. If the Clippers aren't, it's gonna be like the Nuggets or something like that. So, yeah. I think they sneak in personally. The Suns. They could make if, a splash. I mean, they if Chris Paul's not as good and DeAndre Ayton doesn't play. Then we can see how good Devin Booker is. <laughs> true. Not true. So good. All right. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. We took a while, but it's fine. We have fun doing it. Langdon's on your couch right now watching the is he here? Chargers game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, all right. We'll see you later. Later.